Hi, I'm Erica Ramirez, founder of Illy and host of What About Your Friends, a brand new show on the Ringer Podcast Network dedicated to the many lives of friendship and how it's portrayed in pop culture. Every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish Feed, I'll be talking with my best friend, Stephen Othello, and your favorites from within the Ringer and beyond about friendships on TV, in movies, pop culture, and our real lives. So join me every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish Feed, where we try to answer the question TLC asked back in the day, what about your friends? This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, And it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to Bachelor Party. We're so lucky. Callie's back for another episode this week. Hi, Callie. Hello. Are we lucky? I mean, this wasn't super eventful. No, it wasn't. But we'll just hit a couple things. We'll, you know, we'll keep it light. We'll keep it short. We'll check in on Love Island as, as we do. First of all, it's confirmed. Charity is our new bachelorette. Thoughts? So I looked online this morning to see like what reactions were. And I feel like it's a pretty mixed bag. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of people that were excited. I feel like everyone thinks she's really pretty, which we're also on that bandwagon. She is. So there's she looked, that. Loved, loved her white dress last night. She looked really good. I also liked her hair. Her styling was great. You could tell like literally two seconds in, I was like, ah, bachelorette. So, yeah. So here's the thing. When they have the woman tell all, they're like testing people out. They usually have the bachelor stylist do their look, whereas everyone else has to do it themselves. So an indication to charity. I mean, she must've known she was like in contention, but she should have known if she was the only one who got like the bachelor style and stylist. And it it was evident. She looked really good. Yeah. I wonder if she was the only one. I mean, Christina Mandrell didn't really, they didn't like show her. So I doubt that she was being considered. I don't know who else from this group they would have considered. Katie? No one else had like a noticeable glow up. So I wonder if they, I wonder if they would have considered it all season. Or no, Katie. Katie. Fuck, I'm sorry. Catherine. Catherine. I told you I get them confused. Cat, I think she looked. Cat looked good all season, but I thought she looked really pretty. 
Cat with a K. Yeah, she she is really pretty. I, I think that they they just it was clear it wasn't gonna be her, but yeah. Cat with a K. But anyway, I thought Charity looked good. I I liked the video the little video at the end of the show where they tricked her, like when she thought she was doing a social video, but Jesse was telling her she's Bachelorette. I hated it. You did? Well, did you hate the stunts no. or did you hate her? Because I thought she was kind of like fun in that moment. I well, I maybe I just liked it because she was like, they're like camping or glamping. And she said glamping, but neither. And I feel the same way. Also, they said dine out or take out. And I was like, same thing. Mm-hmm. No, take out as you bring it How's home. With you. Go pick it up. Bring it, bring it home. What's dine out? Like eat at the restaurant. Dine out? Yeah. Isn't it dine in? I think it's like we're dining out tonight. Dining out is a phrase. They, it, it was poorly worded, but it does work. Okay. Kelly I was like really skeptical. <laughs> yeah. I was confused by that question because she's like, I'm a dine out girl. And I was like, me too? Like take it home? I don't know. I was very confused. Anyways. No, this the skit was fine. I'm just like, she knows. So it was just, it just felt weird to me. And then she was like, oh my God. Oh my God. I'm crying. I'm crying. And I'm like, you're actually not. You're not crying. <laughs> and she kept saying it. And then eventually she started crying. I was like, she was really like working herself up to get the tears going, which on the season, she probably cried the most out of anyone. So she, yeah, I'm like, you can, you cried on demand for six weeks, eight weeks, whatever it is. And now you keep telling me you're crying and you're not, which means like you knew what was happening and you're trying to force yourself to cry. That being said, it's not her, like they made her do that. <laughs> so I <laughs> I don't know what you want from her. She's not an actress. Like, what did you expect? It's like when people say they find something funny and they're like, oh my God, that's so funny. Then they don't laugh. It's just like, that's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) I'm crying. If you thought, if you thought it was funny, you would be laughing. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I just didn't like it in general. I think thought Jesse had a few like corny moments last night. He did. I think that in the, he was trying to... I felt that was the closest to playing Chris Harrison he's come in that like he was really trying to fill the role in a different way. Maybe it's because they started with the crashing those parties, which like, are those all paid actors? There's no way those parties were happening. Oh, and in the past, that- I had heard... I knew of people whose parties they showed up to, but I just don't think those were real. I don't, I don't know if people are doing that anymore. But I felt like he was trying very hard to show a little bit more like host personality, but like, we just want Jesse. Just be you, man. Don't try to be Chris Harrison. It wasn't for me. Not my favorite <laughs> Jesse performance. Well, I'm, I think I'm excited about charity I, or I wouldn't say I'm not against it. I think she seems like she'll be good. The other takes where a lot of people wanted Gabby. It looked like on Twitter. Mm, people were I, sh- annoyed. Gabby wasn't. They also, some people were like, Gabby should have been it. So she could represent for the neurodivergent. Which I just like don't identify like her having ADHD. I was just like, I mean, I'm sure there's been past contestants with it. They just didn't talk about it. I don't know. And I'm saying this as someone who obviously has it. or I don't know if it's obvious, but I do. And I was just like, I don't know if I care that much about representation that way. Yeah. Specifically to, a- specifically to ADD or ADHD. And then some people were like, can we get like a lot la- a different diversity? It's been like black, 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 black. But then I saw some people say, I didn't realize that we have had a few Latin people. Yeah. Gabby's half Latin. Claire and Gabby. Claire, Tasha is some Latin. Half Mexican. Juan Pablo. Yeah. Um, yeah, reading them all, I was like, oh, I was not aware of all these people. I guess even JoJo is half something. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. I forgot as well, but you're, you're correct. Is her mom Armenian perhaps? I don't know. It said Latin. I think she might be. Oh, really? Yeah. But I just wasn't aware. And when it was all said out, out loud, I was like, oh, I guess there has been a few Latin people, but not any Asian. Nope. And that also made me think I'm like, there's not a lot of Asian people on the show, period. Yeah. And they they really tend to not go far. So that obviously makes it harder for casting for the main character if or for the lead if there's not many people on the show. Which I was just like, I think, you know, don't come on the show. I support that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's like sort of an interesting question. Like, what kind of representation should The Bachelor be held responsible for? And I guess, yeah, and yeah, striving for and also held responsible for. And I guess like, and I also just think that like not all representation is, or like not all different underrepresented groups are the same and and also you know it's interesting when Ariel last or on Monday was like you know he needs to know about like to know me is to like know about my Judaism and whatever I think people were really excited like there's this this Jewish pop culture account on Instagram called Hey Alma and this website called Hey Hey Alma they're celebrating that moment and it it was cool because it's so rare for the show but I guess like to me as like in terms of like Judaism and reality TV, which there's very little of, I'm just like kind of like, I'm not really interested in like the sort of like planting your flag type of representation. Like I kind of prefer on the housewives, like someone like Heather Dubrow and Jill Zarin, where it's like by sharing who they are and like how they live their lives. That's like how you represent a Jewish woman versus being like, I'm Jewish. Let's go to a deli. So you know, it's like funny that they had gefilte fish and tongue, which are not two staples of like modern Jewish cuisine, but like historically sure. But I'm just sort of like, I don't know, like for me in terms of like Jewish representation, I'm not looking to the bachelor to fill that role. I think it's funny and I get a kick out of it, but like, I know they're not going to do it right. Yeah. I also just feel like there's so much pressure that comes with that. Like Rachel did such a good job, like looking back. Yeah. But even what's her name? Michelle. Tasha, Michelle? No, Michelle. Like, I could just see, like, how hard she did not want to mess up at all. And same with Matt. Yeah. Like, I just think it's so much, like, pressure. So it's not necessarily, like, fun to be that. Yeah. I also think that... Don't you think that also... Well, I'm curious for your opinion. But I I also think that, like, the pressure of being a high-profile Black person in this world is just much more consequential than being like a Jewish woman in this world. So like, I'm, that's why I'm sort of like, I don't care. And like, it, it contributes less to progress in a way. Like, I don't think it shouldn't be a part of it, but I just think that the like representation of race is such, is, is just different than other types of representations. Yeah. I agree with you. Like what you said in the beginning, like, I don't think that it's all the same or all equal or whatever. And I think the past five years, like clearly the the diversity has changed for the Yeah, the they've made a way bigger effort. Way, way bigger effort. And it's great. I also think it's impossible to please everyone. <laughs> yeah. And also I think one thing about Rachel being the first black bachelorette, and it was in I think twenty eighteen, maybe seventeen. I think that, you know, it was it was historic and it was discussed that Rachel is the first black bachelorette, and that's awesome. And then I think she kind of like got to be Rachel. And she got to like be like this person that like we're really lucky to have as our friend now. 
I feel like for Michelle specifically, and now and now um, Charity, maybe and Tasha to a certain extent, but I think it was just a little bit different with Tasha because she came in halfway for Claire, so like the buildup was different. But I just feel like they there's such a big focus pre-show on the, on their race and them being black women that like it sort of puts them in this position of pressure that people are really aware of and maybe a way that was like just, it was discussed last when Rachel was the bachelorette. I agree. Well, I mean, times are different, so it's just different. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I would love for it to get to a place where anybody could be bachelorette and they just get to be the bachelorette. Yeah. They don't have to like carry this, this but, huge weight, but I think, don't I think, think we're there yet. No. But I think when I first heard charity, I was just pissed because I wanted someone that's like controversial. I just like, like, confrontational controversial both Both. I just want like the drama (laughs) of it all and that's not her so I was like a little like eh I don't want like another boring she was involved in a lot of drama she wasn't confrontational but she was involved in a lot of drama maybe she will Bill be as the lead we'll see I'm also just excited to see her family again I really liked her brother yeah her family is great Nehemiah is she's a babe enjoyed them well i Good luck to her. Her journey starts very soon. I think they start filming like this weekend. This week. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. By the way, I want to say I was really wrong. I said they couldn't pick someone from this season because of the filming. So clearly I was wrong. To quote the great Jerry <laughs> Orbach in Dirty Dancing, when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Have you seen Dirty Dancing? No. Wow. Okay. It's a good movie. There's another movie I didn't see that my my mom was appalled with me. John Travolta. <laughs> Saturday Night Fever? That, yeah, haven't seen it. Oh. You know, we were talking about if it's weird for people our age to have not seen Grease. And the answer is yes. But I don't think it's weird Saturday Night <laughs> Fever. It's a little bit more okay. like a ve- like a remnant from the 70s. I haven't seen it. Like, I saw it, but I haven't seen it in years. It's also a super, super very New York movie. There's a big scene on the Verrazano Bridge. I've heard the name. Yeah, of course. It's a great name. And the Bee Gees, the music, and it's good. Have you heard of the Bee Gees? That means nothing to me. Have you heard of them? Have you seen the the Robin Gibb show on Saturday Night Live? No. Oh, my God, Callie. That's funny stuff. I'll send you some links. (laughs) Juliet has been shocked with me all morning. I don't drink coffee. I've never ordered a Diet Coke before at a restaurant. That is bonkers. I just can't believe it. I'm going to put a poll up. Is it normal to to have never ordered a Diet Coke at a restaurant? Juliet, you you owe these people some polls because we also need to do a poll for which Love Island season we're going to rewatch. Yes. Okay. Which also, I did get a few DMs about that and people are excited. Good. I think season five seems to be what people want. But yeah. Season five is Molly Mae and Tommy, but it's just like there's so many other characters on season five that are so good. Are Molly Mae and Tommy... I think one thing I'm going to miss, though, is I just, like, love watching Love Island knowing that it's, like, so recent and, like, I'm a part of... It's like watching sports. It's, like, it's unfolding in real time. <laughs> yeah, and then you can, like, go on the internet and find a million clips on it. Yeah. Like, the other night I couldn't sleep, so and I had some work to do, so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to do my work now. So I woke up, and I hadn't watched Warrior Sons, and so I watched it on the replay in the background while I was doing work. And it was like a condensed game. It was on ESPN, but they would like, it was condensed because they only had a certain period of time. 
And it was like really weird because then like the ticker was still going at the bottom. Then it was like showing me the final score of like warriors hold oh, on yeah. or whatever. And I just like liked the background noise because I like hoops or whatever. But it's kind of like that. It's like it's like watching when you watch it, go back and watch an old season, you like know what happened. And I don't know what happened with any other season, basically. I know what happened with five and eight. Well, so like maybe I should avoid that. I don't those. think you know you don't know what happened. No, I just know the winning couple. You don't know the winning couple. Okay. Well, I know with eight, that's for sure. Well, I'm assuming I've only heard you talk about Molly May and Tommy. Do you know other couples from season five? No. Yeah, they don't they win. They didn't win? Oh, okay, great. No. Then I'll watch. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> I wish I wish I'd gone into it thinking they won. All right. We'll come back to this in a second. Yeah. More Bachelor. <laughs> Anyone have a redemption redemption for you from this woman tell all? Maybe Kath, Christina Mandrell. Okay. She she I like she just sort of like apologized. Like, she just sort of like, yeah. Yeah. Also, she I think that she apologized while also just being like, it's kind of who I am. Like, yeah. I can't be what everybody wants me to be. And like, she's like, you're right. I probably should have shut up. But that's not how I responded. I responded in like, oh, I need to over explain, which made it worse. And, yeah. and she's like, but, you know, I'm glad that I'm able to watch myself back. I'm glad you guys can tell me all this thing so that I, I can be a better person. And I just thought I was like, that's like the best way to answer it. Like, she didn't yeah. do it. Like she wasn't saying like she didn't try to give all these excuses. She wasn't trying to say that she did it the right way and she wouldn't change anything. Like on the opposite end of it, like cat, I was like, shut up. Like I hated I how know. she handled the whole thing. Blonde, blonde so, yeah, cat, right? Cat with a C. No, who's who's cat with a C? Oh. The blonde who's like really chatty. Who's not Brooklyn? The other blonde. She's a very round face. Whatever. So you mean cat? As in Catherine, who like we thought was gonna win. Oh, 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 oh. Cat with a C. I know who you're talking about now. I'm talking about Catherine with a K. I did not like how she handled her like situation with charity. Like she's like, we apologize and da-da-da-da. And I was just like, I mean, you didn't really apologize. We all watched it. It wasn't a real apology. <laughs> My favorite apology clarification came from Kylie when she was like, I just want to make it clear. <laughs> This Anastasia and I did talk, but we're not good. I I love Kylie. She's the best. <laughs> also, she was like, you didn't come to me being like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I perpetuated a stereotype and through microaggressions and tried to get everyone on board. But I am worried about how this makes me look. So what do we do from here? <laughs> I really like, yeah, that was funny. But yeah, so I think Christina, I like her. I don't like her... Spray tan hands. I like no, it. me neither. Me neither. What do you think about Jess, who did the kind of like, I'm proud of me situation? I guess here's my take. She's really young. So I'm like, I guess like she's having a good moment to help her be stronger as she moves forward. But like you came on the show and to be like, I'm proud of myself in the breakup. It's just like the, li- the, pers- the likelihood of this ending in a breakup for you is very, very, very high. So... I don't know. Like if you just were viewing it as like an exercise and like how to survive a breakup, then I guess that's good. But then why did you go on this show? I don't know if you did, but I saw like a lot of content on social about how Zach like didn't understand her and it was fair for her to have those feelings and blah, 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 blah. And I know you also kind of felt that way. Well, I just felt like he had no empathy for her at all. Yes, I did feel that way. And there was a ton of support for her. Similar to what you were saying. 
And so I felt like she felt very empowered on the tell-all. Mm-hmm. Like she was like, yeah, everyone's on my side me. about this. Yeah. Can pursue my truth. She comes across incredibly young to me. Incredibly young. Yeah. I did think she looked great. Less sparkles. I'm glad she addressed the sparkle situation. Me too. Someone must have told her <laughs> too. I, I can't, I have a hard time believing this woman looked back on the show. I was like, shit, the sparkles. Yeah. I mean, I didn't like the joke because clearly it was planted. Like, was it not that, was it the glitter or whatever it was? But I'm glad she pointed it out and could laugh at herself. I thought that was good. But like, did she need to go to the hot seat? Probably not no. for me. Didn't need that time with her. I, I am totally fine with not having Jess in the hot seat. I do think she'll be great on Paradise. I do too. I mean, Kylie's going to be the best, but yes, she'll be good. And then I hope we get Genevieve. I feel like we're going to, based on how she, she spoke and was just kind of taking the reins. Top four Paradise. I, I'm drafting. Okay. By the way, we never even addressed our draft at the end of the... Oh, I guess we're not at the end yet, but we can do I it have no one week. left, so... <laughs> <laughs> I have Kylie. Okay. Cat with a K. Okay. Brooklyn and Jess. Wow. Okay. I'm taking Kylie. Can, we can overlap, right? Just personal preferences. Just We're just doing a big board. My big board has Kylie number one, Brooklyn number two. I think Mercedes number three. I feel like Mercedes is going to shine mm. in, in paradise. As the leader of the twerking, it seems like she's obviously like the girls like her and she's fun. It just didn't play on this show. Yeah. And number four, hmm, I think Christina Mandrell. Although I don't think she'll go on. Maybe she will. The reason why I say cat with a K is because she just seems like a tad delusional. Definitely delusional. I just think she seems really, like really self-centered. Like the world is only as far as her nose. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Very into Very. herself. Yes, yes. Also, not a lot of. She's one of those people that I think her entire life she's been so pretty. Yeah. Which means you can do and say whatever you want and get away with it 99% of the time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. She she just seems like so surprised that as a result that she didn't make it further. Yeah. I think that she's still, as a woman tell all, was still like, I still need to understand how did I not win? Yeah. I know. I'm She's shocked. Like, everyone is shocked. I'm like, everyone's not shocked. You are. Everyone else is not that <laughs> We shocked. all saw it. We all saw it. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, It means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. 
You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We did talk a little bit about race on this episode, but we didn't talk about the Greer apology. (sighs) I have to say, we'll come back to Greer in one moment. Jesse was also pretty horrible in that situation. He, I mean, he, he was sort of carrying water for everyone, but him being like the show historically has done a horrible job of dealing with these issues. So we're going to hit it head on. And we're so lucky to have Dr. Clark in, in the audience. And I was just like, this is not it. This is not how you do it. That was, that was really rough. What did you think of what Greer had to say? Honestly, Greer was fine to me. She was the best part of all of it, to be completely honest. Interesting. I, uh, I mean, I guess you can't win. I'm sorry, but so like, I'm I called like, her Dr. Clark. Sorry, let me just correct myself. I said Dr. Clark. Her name was Dr. Kira Banks, and she's the co-founder, the Institute for Healing, Justice, and Equity at St. Louis University. I, I don't watch the show for this, so that's one. Yeah. Two, you're not going to be able to get to where we want to get to in a minute and a half. It's not going to happen. Also, it's not that the show has done a terrible job addressing the situation like the show has done a terrible job casting the show has done a terrible job doing any sort of research on the people that they they bring on the show the show has done like it's just I don't like it I don't like how he said that I also don't like that we had this huge thing with Greer and although I do think she handled it like as good as you can but Eric literally one season ago didn't have to say anything about it so I think that's why they brought Dr. Banks in was because of how of that. For sure. Yeah. And and why they made Greer say something. But I'm just yeah. like, of course it would be the be the women that have to start it off. Yeah. Yeah, and it's would, true. Also, by the way, like they made Rachel do it too. So I'm like, I don't get it. You've the two times it's happened with women, they've had to do it and men just like have never had to do it ever. What do you mean with Rachel? Like they brought Rachel on stage and had her talk about everything, and her and Matt had to do a whole fucking forty-five oh. minutes of oh, like that. Rachel, that Rachel. Sorry, yeah, so many Rachels. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm like, so like it had happened before, Eric. They'd made Rachel do this whole apology tour for something m- much less offensive than full blackface, and Eric just never had to say or do anything. Like it was, it's just yeah. weird to me that like the women have had to own or sit in their shit and like the men haven't. I will say I liked how Greer worded what she said instead of being like, I made a mistake and blah, 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 blah. She was like, no, what I did was racist. Yeah. Or what the girl did was racist. Defending it was racist. Like, I think her just like flat out saying it and being like, it was wrong. They're like, I, all I can do, I can't go back in time. All I can do is be better, blah, 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 blah. Do I need to hear about her research? Do I need to hear that she sat down with Kira, Dr. Kira, I don't, I don't, but like, I think what actually came out of her mouth is like pretty much all you can do. Yeah. I, I, I had two thoughts about it just in terms of like the execution. I agree with everything you just said. And it's a really, it's, I hadn't thought about it, but it's a really good point that like these two young women, Rachel Kirkinell and Greer have had to like confront it while Eric just got to 
moved to Venice and dump Gab, break up with Gabby. I don't know if she, if he dumped her and now he's dating a model, but I had two thoughts about Dr. Kira Banks. I was like, on the one hand, I found it like really cynical that they had her be in the audience and, and asked her to speak for a moment. Like they're just like, okay, this covers it. But on the other hand, I went to Dr. Hira Banks' website. And I'm like, huh, maybe she'd be a good speaker that like I should look into. So I was like, I guess there is there is that. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. I I was like, you know what? It's good to give resources. I still think it's what the show did is very cynical. But on the other hand, like I'm happy to know about Dr. Kira and like to look into the institute that she co-founded. Like I I'm glad to have a resource. So I guess thank you. And then Greer's apology, I thought seemed like very rehearsed and scripted, which you know what? That's probably for the best. Like, let's make sure that Greer has the language to say what she wants to say. And she's not an actress. So if she can't deliver it completely naturally, I guess that's just how it goes. I guess I'm glad some thought went into it, but the way that she delivered it made me wonder if it was genuine or not. But time will tell. Hopefully it is. I will say, like, in that situation, I think anyone's going to rehearse it. Yeah, and you you should. You should. Yeah, she also had already met with Dr. Kira Banks. So I'm sure she talked to her about it because she even said, like, I put an apology up on my Instagram, but what I didn't say was that what I did was race. Like, I just feel like it did show some form of accountability because a lot of people wouldn't want to name it, would not want to... They There are a lot, lot, I would say majority of people, especially that are on or watch The Bachelor, are not going to go on national television and say they did something racist. Yeah. They would rather say, I made a mistake. It's a hard thing to do. It's a hard thing to do. Yeah. Well, I guess credit to her. I just so, want to. I just want to say very little credit to the show. This is not like making up for. Also, having Michelle go to Michelle Young go to the Eric and Gabby finale, and then not addressing it like that's fucked up. Caitlin um, yeah, Bristow no. has talked about that. Messed up. The show still has a long way to go when it comes to that. Um, but I'm not, yeah, I'm not mad at Greer at all. I think that her actually saying the, the the word choice to me was strong, rehearsed or not. Yeah, it's it's a good point. And I guess any like, sort of we'll never know if it's genuine from anyone. I will say Rachel Kirkinell seems like she's genuinely tried to and genuinely and quietly tried to learn and also change and and be a resource. So I that's cool to see. Like I think you know I I hope that mm-hmm. for people who who do racist things and come from, you know, like racist actions like can change. So that's good. Yeah. I think just an issue like that reality TV is running into is that so much of reality TV is not real. is not actually like quote unquote real, but it does really reflect a lot of the continued racial problems and gender inequity in society. But then once they like hold the mirror up, there's no way to like change it. Like there's no way to address it and kind of like have like a productive conversation about it. Cause none of these shows are built for it. Like the colorism conversation and the Potomac reunion, this conversation, oh like, yeah, I just don't really like once you see it and we, and people are like, yeah, that's fucked up. Like, I don't really know what's supposed to happen after that. And I don't, I don't have an answer for that, but I guess this is just sort of like a reality TV conundrum of like, once you hold up the mirror to show the ugliness that still exists, like what do you, like what do we do next? And I don't, I, I truly have no idea. To kind of like piggyback that, I also just like no one is watching reality television for these conversations. No one is watching reality television thinking that you guys are going to like solve these problems. So also yeah. like the five the five minute conversation on the problem 
I'm just kind of like, I mean, I'm glad it's being brought up, but this is like, do I think y'all are the experts that should be talking about this? Probably not. Yeah. It's like, I wouldn't say it's counterproductive. I think the Greer moment was definitely not counterproductive, but it's not like so productive. It's just, it's just, I, I don't really know how to fix it. I do think that the bachelors increased representation, increased diversity, have casting many more black men and women has been noticeable and has made the show more representative, like, and, and better. But I just don't, I just like, it's a flawed fucked up show. So it can only do so much. I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. I, I, I'm not trying to excuse it by any means, but I just don't really know what the answer is. It's like the most real, like I said, like the most real thing of reality TV is showing the ugliness is the ugliness that still exists. Yeah. There's no answers. That's one of the reasons the challenge is fun. It feel that it has a lot of its own problems, but it has a less pronounced, like, like it has like a, a less self-conscious approach to some of these issues, which is, makes it more fun to watch. Similar to the real world. Yeah. I feel like it was just like living situations instead of it being so like, like I feel like we learn we learn from like watching different people and how they react to it, and it was like more more yeah. real. I don't know. Yeah, and they, I mean, they fought like when Julie and Kevin had that famous season one fight in New York. I mean, that was like exposing her background, where she comes from, and exposing how he. No, I I don't mean to use the word exposed, but it was like really like showing you how this plays out in a much more verite type of way. And because they're able to fight and because then they have to live together and like sit with it, it is like a much more productive. I think that's more productive, but I, I don't know. It's sort of a, it's a central, it's a central issue with reality TV right now. And that it like, it reflects the problem, but then does nothing to like be a part of the solution. Yeah. To talk about love Island, another show with plenty of problems, but not <laughs> as many. <laughs> Listen, Callie and I know who won. We just got to be honest. We won't say it. I got in big trouble last time when I revealed the season eight winners in advance. So we're not going to say it here in case you don't know. But just FYI, we do know. But we want to talk about what happened with the house turning on Jesse. What? The villa. Live turning on Jesse. That's fucked up shit. I hate Liv. Jesse is annoying, but Liv's worse. So Liv is awful. Like, Liv is evil. Yeah. To me, why I isn't just she like, getting accused uh, of playing the game more? I don't. It has to happen. This up. I we I we, you haven't watched Lost Nights, right? No. Yeah, me either. I'm. I, it has to be coming. It has to be coming because she has talked so much shit about every single person in the villa. Every single person. And like, she didn't even have any examples of what Jesse did that just like didn't sit right. I'm just like, what are you talking about? But she's just playing the game. She's like, okay, Jesse did something wrong. A few people are annoyed with her. So let me just pile on so that we can all be annoyed with her and get her out of here. Like she's totally just trying to make sure if any couple stumbles, she's pushing them down the stairs so that her and Maxwell can win, which like there's just not a world where they win. No, Maxwell hasn't spoken. Like I haven't heard the sound of his voice in, in weeks. Six episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... It's just not happening, but I, Jesse, while she annoys me and like what she did annoyed me. So I'm like, your boyfriend's fine. Why are you getting into this? Like, it's, it was really weird. 
it's just the biggest indication of what she'll be like as a as a girlfriend. She'll be a budinsky. And it's not what you want. I haven't heard that word in so long. In so um, you know, long. I'm rewatching Fel- I'm rewatching Felicity, and there's an episode where Felicity keeps referring to herself as a budinsky, and that's why I said it. Okay, that's why I'm like that's been like a decade, at least a decade since I've heard that word. Well, the, it was in season one, so it's like 25 years ago. Felicity said that. <laughs> that makes sense. But yeah, no, I did not like it. Whatever, but. For Liv to have an opinion on it. I'm like, you're not even dating Tom or Will. Why do I know. you care? Like, I know she wishes she was. In the Tom. Snog Mary Pie game, when she married Tom, I was like, of course. Of course. Of course she's just like wanted like, Tom she's the obsessed whole time. With him. Yeah. Obsessed with him. <gasps> and Ron pointing it out really made me do a 180 on him. I think I said that already, but like made me like him. I like how the narrative with Ron has has evolved to like Ron is too good at, at talking. Maybe this is my Reddit inf- informed opinion, but it seems like people on Reddit are like Ron. Ron is too good. Like Ron speaks in a way like other people don't understand, or like he just talks in a way that they don't really get. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm down. I have been spoiled a lot. Like once I found mm. out who won, I was just like, okay, I'm stopping at every single Love Island TikTok at this point. So. <laughs> I've seen interviews. I've seen clips that I haven't seen yet on the show. Like I've seen a lot. I do think that, and I I assume that Reddit is up to date because that's who spoiled it for you. Mm -hmm. It seems like Ron gets himself into trouble talking in the last couple of episodes. Yes. I watched that clip as well. (laughs) (laughs) So Talking strat. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever. When do they get their phones back? The show's over and some people have not gotten their phones back yet. How do you know? They get their phones back right away. Because I'm looking on their Instagram and they, they all have their, phone, their bios. They all have... No, they all have their phones back at this point. Oh, okay. I watched Casey do a Q&A and I sent it to you. Casey so revealed good. that he's six, he's six foot tall. So if Casey's saying he's six foot tall, I'm going to say he's 5'11", actually, which is fine. It's good. But the fact that Kai and Tom are 6'5". I'm just like, wow. I, I, I had no idea. Kai does not have 6'5". And five Jordan, 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. It explains a lot about Tom. Just explains so much. I loved much. it. The, the <laughs> Q&A. I loved it. I also was like, yeah, I love the Q&A. I love that he's six feet tall, supposedly. And I was like, yeah, America needs to adopt this strategy. Of like short is agreed. Feet. I really enjoy, really <laughs> like that. And I sent it to my Love Island group chat, and I was like, "This is how it needs to be here too." And everyone in my group chat was just like, "Yeah, like totally agree." And then the one guy was like, "Fine, if and this guy is under six feet." He was like, "Fine, if six feet is the shortest that can be on reality television show, then girls aren't allowed to wear fake eyelashes." Don't know what the correlation is, but he's just like the fake eyelashes are insane so no fake eyelashes and no men under six feet i think good fake eyelashes are not insane but i wear fake eyelashes and i love them yeah it's pretty common but yeah the ones on this show are like absolutely huge (laughs) they're like wings (laughs) yeah like blink too much and you're lifting off the ground Tanya's come off so easily. I'm like, how do they even stay on in the first place? When you see her take them off at night? I don't wear those type of fake eyelashes. So I don't know how hard they are to take on and off. 
I thought they were the usually kind of like individually put them on your eyelashes. Right. And that's why they look more, more natural and less like wings. Natural. But, yeah. but I feel like people, I don't, don't you see people just like pulling them off all the time on reality television? I guess. I guess I'm surprised they come off that easily. I think in the last couple episodes, I've just seen yeah. Tanya do it. So that it, it reminded me. Yeah. I don't know how hard they normally on a day, on a day to day. I don't know how hard it is to pull them off. I just know they don't look good. No fake eyelashes and no men under six feet. It's good rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So those are our new standards for reality television. I thought it also, back to what we were saying a few minutes ago, Will being like, I am livid, livid. And it's like, are you? You're just saying you're livid. Like, let's let's see it. But I guess we probably <laughs> will. <laughs> also, I can't believe we talked about all of this. The most annoying of them all to me was Claudia. I just, mm. I know you don't like Casey. But Casey doesn't have to like Claudia. Like, I'm just like, I don't get why. Like, if he doesn't feel it, why are you mad that he doesn't feel it? Sammy, Sammy was the best in this. She was like, he's not for you. If he doesn't like you, he's not for you. She was also sick of it. She was trying to get like talk her down. Well, I felt bad she, for Claudia. Claudia it was couldn't embarrassing. Stop. Like everything. Yeah. She was like, and they just went straight to the terrace. And Sammy's like, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. If he doesn't like you, yeah. then like, why are we still worried about this? Also, Sammy was like, great point, by the way. Sammy is all-star, all-star material. I know. I love Sammy. Sammy was like, um, I know you like him the best in here, but like there's, <laughs> this, there's only eight options. Like, yeah. Who cares? There's other guys. <laughs> there's aren't the only eight options in the world. Yeah. It's like these have been pre-selected for you by people who don't even know you. It's like... It's just, it's a, it's a TV show. Sammy is really, she was, yeah. she was very level-headed. Great. I'd like to have her in a relationship crisis by my side. Thanks, Sammy. Also, Tom being like, when he sees Sammy in the hideaway retreat, and he's like, it's, this is the best moment of my life. I was just like this. He, <laughs> he came off so, so like dumb, horny guy. It was, it was hilarious and also kind of gross. I <laughs> loved it. I loved it so much. Also, she looked so good. She's so gorgeous. So good. Have you so watched Daisy Jones I, and the Six? Um, yeah, weirdly. I'm on the last episode. Camila Maroney, who plays the wife. Is that how you say her name? I think so. Leonardo yeah, DiCaprio's ex. Marone. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Sammy's like the most beautiful person on TV right now, but it's Camila Maroney. She's just so stunning. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do, you know her? do you know her? Yeah. She's okay. really pretty. No, I just feel like I just feel like you're like don't want to say anything because you like know her personally or something. <laughs> no, I've met her a few <laughs> times, and I like could not say enough nice things about her. For yeah, someone being great. that pretty, for how yeah, but she's like abnormally pretty. Yeah, like, she's stunning. It's like also, distracting. In the in the show, I think they purposely tried to make her less attractive. Yeah, they tried to make and her look like a, like a yeah. She's still so attractive. She doesn't wear a lot of makeup ever. And in person, like it looks like she has no makeup on. And you're just like, whoa, you're just crazy pretty. Like it's it's shockingly pretty. And she's just so opposite of Kat. Like, I don't know if she knows she's pretty. Kat? From from Bachelor. The Bachelor? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Cat Cat with the K, who like clearly her whole life has told been told she's pretty and like Cat only is K like worried is- about herself. 
She's so lucky to be in a conversation with Camilla Marone right now. It's not even the same. <laughs> well, no, I mean, Camilla is, is way prettier, but I mean, they're both really pretty, but I think uh, Camilla is way prettier. But I'm just saying like, usually people that are that pretty aren't that nice and not yeah, that goofy. They don't, yeah, and, like, they don't need to you be. know what I mean? Like she's just, yeah. my experiences with her, which were a while ago, but it's just, it, it was shocking for someone that pretty to be like that normal, down to earth, nice, kind. So well, that's great to hear. I'm a fan of hers. Anyway, back to Sammy. Sammy has gotten. I also think she's gotten prettier as the season's gone on. I think she looks better with less, like less styling. It's not even like less makeup, but a lot of it's her hair. I don't like a lot of her hair choices. Also, like the tanner she's gotten, it's been good. Yeah. And then seeing her personality, which also Casey addressed in his Q&A, just like, she's really funny. She's yeah, great, she's great. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, no, that moment, Tom, you could just, Tom was just like, I'll do whatever you ask me to do. <laughs> Literally anything. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I feel like a lot of people uh, feel that way. Even handcuff me to a lamp at a weird height. Sure. Whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) That was so weird. You texted me something about Tom where... I said he seemed very dumb without his mates. I was going to say his intelligence doesn't shine without his friends. But sure, that's exactly what you texted me. He seems really dumb without his mates. I I don't don't know if I... I I don't think he's like super smart. But I feel like he's pretty the same all the time. I think he just was and like, I, and like, I really like it. I like it. I'm into it. I like, I know. I like him too. I think he just was so horny for Sammy that he like couldn't use words. <laughs> <laughs> and so he was like, he just seemed really like ridiculous. But, like they never get time together alone. Yeah, so I'm I know. Sure he no, was just like, I'm not criticizing. Also, well, I'm criticizing him being dumb, but I'm not criticizing him being in that situation. Tom isn't an OG, right? Oh, he is an OG. No, he's a bombshell. bombshell. He was the first bombshell, I think. Okay. Okay, you're right. I think the very first one, like of the entire show, right? Yeah, he was. And then Zara came. Yeah. So he's he's an he's adjacent OG. Been there a long time. He's basically been there the entire time. Yeah, except for like a few days. Been there eight weeks or whatever it is, and is finally getting alone time, he's probably out of his mind. Remember Harris? It's like, who remembers that guy? Oh, God, yeah. Harris is one R. I was trying to remember who the OG women are because a lot of them lasted. Tanya was an OG woman. Liv was an OG woman. Lana was an OG woman. Ta- Tanyelle and Molly Tanyelle. May. Tanyelle. Yeah, and, and Molly, Molly May. May. Anime, sorry, anime. I have no idea who anime is. She coupled up with Kai. She had long brown hair. She didn't last very long. She I, was into like truly, podcasts. I can't even picture her. Well, anime. Go- Google her. She was, yeah, it was her. Anime, Tanya, Tanya, Lana, and unfortunately, Olivia. Anime. Is it common for, for the original girls to last that long? OGs last the longest for sure, but I felt like, a, like even the guy, like, a good chunk of them lasted a long time. Yeah. I do not remember ever seeing... Oh, she had really crazy eyelashes. I remember now. 
She did, yeah. She, I think she was Irish or Scottish. I can't remember. She was not English. I remember her. All right, everybody. Callie remembers anime, so I think it's time for us to go. Thank you to (laughs) our producer, Ashley Smith. We'll be back for sex week. See you then.